Peace Propaganda is a production of the Voluntary Institute, a nonprofit organization dedicated to furthering the understanding of the principles of non-aggression. Visit us at voluntaryinstitute.org. There are many who are uncomfortable with what we have created. Great Scott. Planned communities, the programming. Does this make me look bad? No, it makes you look like a tool of government oppression. But not bad. The sterilized, artfully balanced atmospheres. They stand for everything we don't stand for. Also, they told me you guys look like dorks. If that's what we are, we deserve to be the last of the free folk. They hunger for an Eden where spring comes. Yeah! Welcome to Peace Propaganda. Peace Propaganda is a show about the positive trends towards peace and liberty. I am your host, Adam Elpo. Peace Propaganda is a production of the Voluntary Institute. Visit us at voluntaryinstitute.org. Speaking of Voluntary Institute, it's still a website in progress. I'm sure those of you who have gone have noticed that it's at least valuable and that you can find all of the show uh, episodes right there. You can also see our board of directors. It's coming along a little bit, but I'm sort of reaching the limit of my web development capabilities. So I'm, I'm trying to branch out and get some more people involved. So to that end, if you or anyone you know develops for websites, get in touch with me. Um, basically all I need is something pretty straightforward. I'm not asking for charity. I do have money to set aside to pay for this. So, uh, all I need is something where every episode will have its own individual page. That way it could very easily, I could tell you the listeners go to voluntaryinstitute.org slash 59 for episode 59 show notes. Uh, and that would make it much more easy for anybody to see what, what I'm talking about in the show. I could pull out all the links there, not just in the show notes, which I know could be difficult to navigate. Um, and then it also really helps for search engine optimization. That way um, it looks like to Google and to DuckDuckGo and to Bing and Yahoo and all that stuff that there is material being put on the site. Now, of course, there already is because every time a show gets put out, it automatically updates the site. But for whatever reason, that doesn't really count. So adding more pages, that actually does count. That would help a lot. So if you know how to make that happen easily or if you think you know someone who could do that, uh, get in touch with me because that would be awesome. So today's show is going to be all about Catalonia again. Yes, if you didn't hear before, I actually did have a show previously about the Catalonian secession vote that took place, I think, eight months ago. It narrowly lost, but this time, drum roll please, it won. Yes, Catalonia's parliament, as in it's, so obviously, I shouldn't say obviously, but for those of you who don't know, Catalonia is a region of Spain. Uh, think of it, if you're an American, think of it like a state. It is a, so it has its own sort of state level government. 
that level of government just voted to leave Spain. Yeah, crazy. Uh, as you might imagine, Madrid, which is the capital of Spain, the, the federal government there, not so happy. Yeah, they are not enjoying it at all. In fact, uh, they have said some pretty harsh things uh, about what's going on here. I have an article from uh, The Guardian, and, there, and it's titled, Separatist Movement in Catalonia Steps Up Battle with Madrid. This was published on the 27th of July, 2016. And they explain that the uh, members of parliament, the federal members of parliament, that is, not the Catalonia, but the Madrid federal level, uh, they are describing it as illegal, flagrantly undemocratic. Oh, that's just, mm, that's brilliant. I'm going to get back to that in a second. And they accuse the separatist faction of wanting to take us not only out of Spain and the European Union, but out of the 21st century and modern democracy. Wow. The sky is falling. <laughs> well, if modern democracy is uh, what they have in mind when they think of Catalonia being part of the Spanish project, then they are really on the losing side of history on that one. I um, I spent the last week reading a book all about Catalonian history from an author named Simon Harris, an expert in Catalonia. He's lived in Spain uh, most of his life, and uh, he's lived in, in Catalonia most of his life. He's originally British, but he moved to Spain because that's where his wife lives. I don't know. Anyways... He wrote a book all about it. It's, it's a highly regarded book. Uh, very good read. It's called Catalonia is not Spain, a historical perspective. You can actually listen to the first three chapters on YouTube. That's how I kind of got hooked. And then I ended up buying uh, the rest of the text and, and read the whole thing. And it's great. So what, what do I mean by uh, modern democracy being on the wrong side of history in the terms of, of Catalonia? Well, there's an interesting story there. So if you're not familiar with the Spanish unification, <laughs> let's be honest, who isn't? Uh, <laughs> the, the way that Catalonia got into Spain is pretty fishy. Basically, and I'm breezing over hundreds of years of history here. You're going to need to go into it if you, you know, if you're really curious, but this is the long and short of it. Catalonia was its own independent state. It was actually an empire that spanned um, several hundred miles. Well, actually, uh, very, very far. It went into went into France. It went into, I think, as far as Germany. It was really big uh, during the Middle Ages. And then, uh, as many of you may know, the the Moorish people came. These would have been uh, Middle Eastern, uh, mostly Arabs. Uh, when when that all that whole thing happened during the Middle Ages and and sort of swept over, they got all the way to um, the Atlantic Ocean, and so a, as part of the as part of the pushback against what they saw, you know, as an invasion, what was an invasion, um, there was a unification process, which ultimately led to Catalonia being absorbed by Spain unwillingly, and. It was, they've never really been the same culture. In fact, there is an entire another language called Catalan. Um, it is distinct 
from Spanish that actually has some Greek roots in there. Um, it's it's definitely different. And here's where it gets interesting because why? So if, if the the narrative is that Spain. Uh, is is a unification of these different factions that all came together out of mutual self-interest. And so why then was it official government policy and why is it still official government policy not to teach the history of Catalonia, even in Catalonia? In fact, under Franco, who was the dictator, the Nazi dictator, well, not Nazi, but fascist dictator, um, during much of the 20th century, under his rule, it was it was illegal to to speak Catalan, or at least heavily frowned upon, depending on where you were. People did get picked up by you know sort of the Spanish equivalent of of the Nazi police uh, for doing that for just for speaking their native language. It was illegal to teach the history of Catalonia, and by what I mean what I mean by that is talking about how Catalonia was even a separate entity. In fact, if you go and Google um, Catalonian history, you will see conflicting reports about whether or not there even ever was a Catalonia, which is ridiculous because there is well-documented, long-standing proof by historians of of every age talking about Catalonia being a thing. But it it was and is, to this day, official... You know, I don't know what they call it in Spain, Department of Education, whatever they call it there, uh, policy to deny that there is this history of, of an independent Catalonian people. So this is incongruous. Why do they need to rewrite history if, as the official narrative goes, it was just a everybody got together to help you know fight off the invaders and now we're all happy and that's just fine? Hmm. Obviously not. Something something has gone wrong there. There's interesting stories in this book by Simon Harris about how uh, school teachers would actually keep the the kids later. They would get permission from the parents to teach the kids the same lessons they had just learned that day. They would reteach it in Catalan. Yeah, pretty interesting. As in, teach it in their native language. So. This all this all goes into now the the modern day that Catalonia is finally getting out of this devil's pact this what essentially was a hostile takeover of their land by 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 Madrid. And so it's really interesting for Madrid to say that it's undemocratic. Okay, well you know even even taking democracy at face value, which I'm no fan of democracy. It's, uh, I'm on record saying democracy is nothing but two wolves and a sheep voting on what's for dinner. But if you're going to if you're going to play the democracy card, how can you even how can you even do that with a straight face when they held a vote? It was 72 to 11 in the Catalonian Parliament to leave. That's undemocratic. I think what they mean is that they they they. Uh, they want to they want to expand this democracy into the federal system and and be and allow the entire Spanish people to vote down the Catalonians. This is two wolves and a sheep voting on what's for dinner. This is this is case in point. This is what he means by modern democracy. Whew, that's dark. That is dark. The article goes on to talk about 
how um, they intend on having um, a confidence vote in, or no confidence vote in Parliament uh, in this September to help bring the region to, quote, the gates of independence. So they're serious about this. They're talking about a disconnection from the Spanish state, um, full on, full on leaving. Now, immediately, the Spanish Constitutional Court responded with the unanimous ruling that the legislation, um, that the vote had ignored and infringed the, uh, upon the rules of the 1978 Constitution. Uh, the You mean the fascist constitution? <laughs> Quite literally, the fascist constitution? Oh, this is what, this is what they are resorting to. Uh, and then, get this, this is the, this is the Spanish high court. This is what they're saying. Quote, the principle of democracy cannot be considered to, to be separate from the unconditional primacy of the Constitution, unquote. Did you get that? The Constitution, whether democratic or not, is, has primacy, is, is the law. And you can't just vote that away. So, so which is it? Which is it, Madrid? Which is it, Spanish federal government? Was it democratic or was it not democratic? Because I have here in, in the same article, quoting from the same level of government, a member of parliament saying uh, it was flagrantly undemocratic. And then the Spanish constitutional court saying that the principle of democracy cannot uh, be used to override the constitution. That doesn't make sense. Doesn't make a lick of sense. Fortunately, the Catalonian people, and by that I mean the the Parliament of Catalan, because, of course, uh, it was not unanimous. It was 47% of Catalonians uh, want to secede. 42% were against it, and 8.3% were undecided. So, But the Parliament spoke clearly. They want to leave. I uh, am not a fan of democracy, so I just support the principle of secession, however it's achieved, whether it's whether it happens to go through this democratic process of uh, the parliament, whether the people just up and refuse to comply with the state, which would be awesome, um, or, or however it comes about, secession is a good thing. Now, I want to get into uh, the idea that, well, Catalonia has a long history of Marxism, has a long history of socialism. So really, uh, this is a bad thing for liberty because Catalonia is going to veer to the left. That really, this is a, a leftist movement and they, they want to leave not because they have this overriding spirit of freedom and liberty, but because they, they want to impose socialist programs within their region that the federal government is not allowing them to do. Fair enough. I, you will get no argument from me on, on that description of Catalan. Where I will push back, however, is the idea that it is therefore not a good thing. Now, that may seem strange for the, you know, the, the host of peace propaganda, the founder of the Voluntary Institute, talking about how great voluntarism and liberty are, that I would support a socialist movement. Well, things aren't that black and white because I'm not supporting the socialism that they want to impose. In fact, the very instant Catalon Catalonia becomes its own state and tries to implement these socialist policies, you better believe I will oppose them. 
but that nonetheless, it does not change the fact that the Catalonian people have the right to self-determination. And the best way to achieve that is to bring the principle of government down to the most local level possible. The opposite of liberty is like a one world or a one galaxy, you know, government. Uh, the So the, the, the closer we can bring down that level of government, whether it's from federal to state, from state to city, or ultimately from city to the individual, the sovereign individual, that's a good thing. And here's another way to look at it. Um, look at the other side of that coin. If indeed Catalonia is sort of, uh, you know, the furthest extreme leftists in Spain. Well, what does that mean for the rest of Spain when all of those leftists leave? It means that the rest of Spain gets to be that much less socialist. It's, it's an interesting, interesting thing to think about because on the one hand, uh, Catalonia has its own history. It, it existed before and, and apart from Spain. Uh, you know, for my American listeners, this is very much like if Texas were to secede or or even even previous. It'd be like if the Navajo Nation decided to secede. Um, but, you know, but it actually had the legs to do it. So in that way, it's more like if Texas decided to secede. No offense to the Navajo Nation, I, but obviously that would not go very well. I don't foresee that happening. I don't foresee the U.S. government allowing that. Whereas I think if Texas actually was serious about it, we might see some movement on that. So on on that level, it's like Texas trying to secede. But but on 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 a political level, on the agenda level of what Catalonia actually wants to implement, it'd be more like if New York City tried to secede, or or um, California tried to secede. You know, uh, it's interesting. Because what would happen if California seceded or if New York seceded from from America? What would happen to the from the United States political system? So I know that this seems far away from any of my listeners. I I know I do have some listeners in Europe, and that's that's fantastic. But I am also I must recognize that most of my listeners live in the United States. I I get to see the numbers, and it's it's pretty overwhelmingly. United States listeners who are probably wondering, like, Adam, why you keep talking about Brexit? Why you keep talking about Catalonia? What about what about the stuff that's happening in the United States? Well, look, you know, we live in a world that is so interconnected. You, you know, the, the fact that the Brexit happened, I I can't believe that it is entirely separate from the fact that just weeks later, Catalonia su- succeeded in this vote. So. You know, look at look at how the Arab Spring happened. Whether or not you agree or disagree with things that happened during the Arab Spring, uh, or or look at you know the the spirit of '76 uh, and and all of, all of the things that were happening in the 18th century for independence and and liberty that that happened. You know, these things catch like wildfire across nations and across geographies, and what happens in one place ripples and affects other places. It, you know, if you could imagine, what if this really catches on? What if, what if the Brexit finally gets enacted and they leave the European Union, and then Scotland sort of says, "Well, wait a minute. If you get to leave, we're leaving because we wanted to be part of the European Union, and now you're not. So forget this. See you later, UK. So now we have, you know, even more, even more 
governments, the smaller and smaller and smaller. They keep breaking up and then Catalonian secession. And then who knows? Maybe there's another region in in Spain that's like, wait a minute, we get to leave. I didn't know that was an option. We're out of here. And then Florence. Yes, Florence. They need to leave, too. Florence has never wanted to be part of Italy. They're, they are trying to leave. Um, it would not it would not surprise me if if we see secession votes coming out of there again in the near future. Uh, there are there are regions in in Germany, there are regions in Norway. There's a these nation states are 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 built on a house of cards. They are they are held to glue held together with glue and guns, and it is becoming increasingly unpopular for these federal governments to threaten violence to keep the state together. You know, this is. This has become the kind of thing that is frowned upon in a modern Western nation, uh, largely because look at the propaganda that these these countries put out when they actually do use violence. You know, I, I know that a lot of people who are cynical about government, they like to dismiss the official reasons that government gives to do things. And I get it. You don't want to you don't want to be taken for a fool by falling for these lies. Uh, look, I, I understand that totally. But at the same time, the reasons that they give to the population are an indication. They, it's the shadow cast by what the government feels it can get away with. So the U.S. government couldn't say, yeah, we're invading Afghanistan because they have a shitload of oil. and We're going to be rich as hell after we take their oil. <laughs> like That would not have flown. They couldn't do it. I mean, maybe they could, but it would have been a PR nightmare. Instead, they had to talk about, oh, we're spreading democracy, yada, yada, all this BS, which, yeah, I mean, is patently false, but a lot of people bought into it. And that's what matters. So the, the kinds of things that the government says it's trying to accomplish, the reasons that they give, the propaganda that they put out there is an indicator of what they can get away with. So now then contrast that with Russia. You know, they just invade Georgia because they want to. And that is widely seen across the globe as like, wait a minute, that's not how we do things anymore. You can't just do that. Now, of course, they did get away with it because it's they're Russia and they're huge and they're basically a despot nation. Uh, But that would not fly, I don't think, in most European countries. If Florence tried to secede, I don't think you would see Rome sending in the tanks. And if Catalonia really pushes this issue and really refuses to cooperate with Madrid, I just I don't see it happening. I don't see Madrid sending in the tanks. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm not. So that's that's what I have to say about that. I I, I applaud Catalonia for for doing this. I think it's brave. I think this is exactly the kind of stuff that in the past has gotten politicians assassinated you know, secretly by their own government. Um, and I certainly hope that doesn't happen, <laughs> obviously. Uh, as much as I dislike politicians, I, I dislike v- violence even more. So I think this is very much a brave action that they took. Uh, and I really hope that they are successful in that. So remember to follow us on Twitter. I have been tweeting quite a bit lately. You can find the show at Peace Podcast, all one word, at Peace Podcast. 
and you'll see the the show logo there and of course you want to go to voluntaryinstitute.org where you can you can find our twitter link you can find our facebook link you can subscribe to the show via itunes and rss uh, you can get in contact with me via email. There's just a form you can fill out. You don't even have to remember the email address anymore. You just fill out what you want to send off to me on our contact page, and, I'll, and and we will get it. So there you go. Hope you enjoyed the show. Stay tuned for next week. I will be interviewing the founder of a new Liberty blog, Bumbling Bees. Yes, you may have heard about it on the Tom Woods show. So he's going to be on the show, the founder of that blog. Should be a lot of fun. See you next week. Mar d'antenes i animals Els astronautes volen baix Els núvols passen com qui no diu res Amb les butxaques a les mans Caminarem els passos d'altres peus Esmorzarem pambol i sal, ho vestirem amb unes copes de vi. Deixem davant de la ciutat la tarda llarga i potser més, molt més la Oh,